What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American Global Awakening to the New World Order. My American Artificial Intelligence Mondrogan. My American Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. Well, hi ho, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. It is Chris and I once again. Welcome yeah. to this fabulous show we love to do here, and we enjoy talking to all of you. It pleases us so. <laughs> Welcome for your listening pleasure. Yes. Anyway, uh, what is up, everybody? So we're here again. You know, oh, yeah. We had an excellent episode. Uh, we talked about good old Hunter Biden's laptop being yeah. submitted. If you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to episode 378. Yes, Hunter Biden's laptop was submitted into congressional evidence. They now have the substance. We'll see what comes of this. We've been waiting for a very long time. And then also we're talking about cyber attacks. Yeah. Know? So hopefully hopefully you can still download this by now. I don't know when the cyber attack <laughs> is going to hit. They said imminent. So <clears throat> hopefully not too imminent. But yeah, we, we got a couple talk topics to talk about today. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I kind of wanted to touch base on this whole Will Smith thing because like, oh, my God, dude, the Will Smith topic. I'm kind of glad that we didn't really dive into that because it's so outplayed right now. Oh, like yeah. that's all everybody's talking about. It's everywhere. It's like still coming out about. Who cares about Jim Carrey comes out about Alec Baldwin comes out about Will Smith. Like, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Like, stop talking about it, please. But um, before I give my final thoughts on that. (laughs) But let's talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. More just like the weird connections with it. Right. And then um, some Chipotle news. There was a Reddit conspiracy article that I, I found and I found it very interesting. And it talked about Chipotle. The but restaurant, the the restaurant, seemingly uh, almost like they were they're saying like, what if Chipotle is a money laundering operation? And now, I, to be fair, I'm not saying that it is, and I'm not saying that uh, you know I'm not like dissing on Chipotle. I freaking love Chipotle. Chipotle's good. Yes, and then people were like, I'm reading this Reddit post while I'm chowing down on Chipotle. <laughs> so anyway, um, before we get started, everybody. PardonMyAmerican.com. You can get some merch. You can support our show. We have mugs. We have shirts. We have sweatshirts. We have beanies. You name it, right? Yeah. Get it, buy it. Get it, it, buy it. Wear it around. When you wear it around, it's a conversation starter. People see it. They go, I like that. Remember, I wore my hat over to the the local grocery store. This old lady goes, I like that. Pardon my American. That's a nice phrase. (laughs) I go, well, hey. Here you go. Check out our show, pardonmyamerican.com. Get yourself some merch. Take a picture of yourself doing whatever you do. Ooh. Post it. We share it. That's as how we spread our love. As long as it's safe for work, okay? We'll, we'll share it if it's safe for work. If, if you feel comfortable, we feel comfortable. There you go, okay? Showing is growing. And, you know, let's just keep it appropriate. And then, yes, also patreon.com. You guys uh, love you guys. For supporting our show. Absolutely. That, that is one of the best ways to support our show is to sign up on Patreon. Try it for a month. Try it for whatever. We have different tiers, different options. You can get merch discounts. You can get extra content. We have stuff up on our website. Stuff that's not free on YouTube. So mm-hmm. check it out. Support our show. It helps us out when we're in times of need like this. When we get stuff, you know, we have the money available to buy the shit that we got to get. Yeah. And then also, if you're listening on audio, please rate and review our show no matter where you're listening. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever. Right? Yes, sir. Okie dokie. So, yes. In closing with this whole... um, Willie Smith. The slap heard around the world, right? (laughs) 
So <laughs> there's some there's some conspiracies around this because they're saying that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock because of Jada Pinkett Pinkett Smith had alopecia baldness. Mm. And yeah. the one of the conspiracies was well Pfizer was a sponsor of the Oscars. And they're coming out with a drug here soon. They're coming out with a drug for alopecia. Yeah. And I was saying, okay, that makes sense because who the hell knows what alopecia is? You know what I mean? Like, if you just see that word, I, I happen to know because I'm fucking cool. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I'm fucking cool. No, I, I happen to know because I've I've studied that medical terminology yes. back in the, in the uh, day. Generally, it's uh, hair loss. It's baldness. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a fancy word for being bald. And that's honestly, when we get in our discussions, when we say like, doctors feel cool because they know language that the normal per- people don't know that's one of the things that they'll, they'll throw around be like oh yeah he's got some alopecia blah 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 people are like what did you call me felicia what the hell did you call me <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> i'll kick your ass <laughs> keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth alopecia i honestly don't think there was really any conspiracy behind it mm-hmm. i think it was chris rock made a joke yeah Will laughed. We all seen him laugh. Yes, we did. Jada did not think it was funny. No. Will looked over, seeing she was pissed, and had to do something about it. Dude, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because we had mentioned that Will Smith became activated. <laughs> like he looked at Jada, it was just like went into Terminator mode, and his yeah. his slap hand got red hot. Like he he's like, yeah, I got to slap something. Chris Rock, get over here. You know and I mean? a lot of people were like, are saying, like, oh, it's all staged because you, you pause it and Chris Rock has the face like he's going to get hit before he gets hit. And how well, cre- how creepy was Chris Rock's face, by the way? I mean, well, I mean, my it's Chris God. Rock's face. He looked like a demon. I was but, like, I'm glad Will Smith slapped him. But if someone is walking up on stage at you, mm-hmm. directly at you, who's not supposed to be on stage, and they're looking down. They're not even looking at your face. Yeah. After you made a joke about his wife, you know what's coming. <laughs> well, I honestly thought that he expected Will Smith to go whisper something into him and be like, hey, yeah, man, that wasn't cool. But blah, blah, blah. You can I, tell. When someone's about to raise their hand at you, you can tell. And he yeah. knew he was going to get hit. Well, you bring up a good point. Because now Chris Rock's tickets for his shows went from $46 up to like over $400. Well, Apparently that's a post. Okay. That's well, allegedly. Of course they did because now everyone's like, fuck, he's going to make fun of this. Now yeah. I have to be there. Yep. So he benefited from this. Exactly. And that's and why then, he didn't press charges. And apparently uh, the Oscars benefited from this because now everybody knows what alopecia means and their sponsor <laughs> Pfizer is going to make a shit ton of money. They're gonna be, oh, I'm bald. What, what you got for me, Pfizer? But I, one thing I did stuff? see that was weird to me. Mm-hmm. It was an afterthought after we talked about it. I was like, where's security? Exactly. Yeah. Can anyone just walk up on stage at the Oscars anytime they want? As long as you're at least in the crowd? Well, here's uh, where I like to go back to George Carlin. It's a big club and we ain't fucking in it. That's true. They all, it's. I mean, it's just a, a playtime show. They all vote for themselves and yes. shit. So. I mean, that, it makes sense there. Oh, we trust everyone. We don't need security. Come up on stage whenever you want. Yeah. yeah. But what I wanted to touch on is um, <clears throat> what Will Smith said about Denzel Washington. So mm. did you hear that Denzel His Washington yeah. kind of pulled him off to the side? And there's some video footage of this and where you see Denzel Washington pulls Will Smith off to the side and then you see them talking and all this stuff. But then you find out in uh, after Will Smith gets on stage and wins an Oscar after this whole mess. Yeah. Which was just weird anyway, but he said that Denzel Washington said to him that the devil comes after you at your highest point mm-hmm. or something around that, like something like that. Right. Yeah. And like like we were saying, when when Will Smith looked at Jada, he became activated, kind of like um, the Manchurian candidate. It was that kind of that switch mm. remember in the movie yeah, Manchurian yeah. and who was the Manchurian candidate Denzel Washington kind of mm. like Denzel knew he was like oh shit I know what that look is <laughs> he got fucking activated bro maybe 
Maybe and they're all like little cyborgs. And he, when he pulled them off to the side, his little phrase was to deactivate them. Like, hey, the devil comes at you when you're at your highest. Shut it down. Okay, now I'm out of it. Oh, uh, where was I? Oh, you were hypnotized, but uh, now you're back. Welcome back. <laughs> you just you went, you went a completely different direction than I thought you were going to go See? there. There yeah. you go. That's what I'm saying. I think that Denzel kind of knows, bro. He's I like, mean, he's been in the game a long time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I mean, it's a little out there, but, you know, I, I find that that was interesting because Denzel Washington played the Manchurian candidate in the movie, at least the remake. You know, he's the one who happens to pull Will Smith off to the side. Well, and that that's kind of Denzel's thing, isn't it? Like, anytime oh, yeah. a fucking microphone or camera gets on him, he has to, he has to say some kind of godly fucking saying that he <laughs> yes. spews out of his mouth or like a fatherly type of you know he's just like some kind of wisdom he has to yes. spew same thing with morgan freeman dude yeah like you will never go places if you <laughs> smack people across the face there will <laughs> that's not what morgan freeman <laughs> sounds like there's a time and there's a place <laughs> to smack someone in the face <laughs> but denzel would be the person to grab him and say the devil comes to you when you're at your highest. <laughs> he would. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So, I mean, I fucking love Denzel Washington. I mean, there, there's no better actor than that guy. I think that he's the shit. But if he is with this whole Manchurian thing, I don't know. It's a little weird. <laughs> but, I don't know. I honestly think it was like Will seeing his wife was pissed and he's like, absolutely. I can't dude. let you do that, Chris. I can't let you talk about my wife like that. Dude, Dave nailed it on the head. Will Smith is fucking insecure. Oh, yeah. And he got the best of the best. Well, he got bested. He got bested by a woman way back in the day. And says, apparently, she was obsessed with Tupac. Mm-hmm. And she had to, like, the reason why they were a swinger couple, like Will and uh, Jada, is because Will couldn't satisfy her. So I, I, I just, I don't remember what they were actually talking about, but I've seen a couple of clips uh, where they're, like, sitting at a table, like, expressing all their their feelings about shit oh, and God. Jada was like ripping him a fucking apart. Oh, like D masculine him all, all of him. D- he was not a man D- anymore. Ah. And you could see Will just sitting there quietly and he's like, he's got tears in his eyes and he's fuck. He just got ripped apart. So yeah, that woman has yeah. utter fucking control over that man. Yeah. It's kind of gross, but uh, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm honestly, I don't give a shit. I don't either. Like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, like go do something else. I don't know. I, hey, you know. hey, Will. Uh, I like you in movies. That's about it. Yeah. Keep doing movies and entertain me. And the rest of your life, I don't give a fuck about. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So anyway, that was my two cents on this. I, I honestly just really wanted to touch on Denzel. That's <laughs> I don't give a shit about Will Smith. I just really love Denzel. So I wanted to talk about that. But um, yeah, so going into this whole Chipotle thing. So I found this article, not article, uh, Reddit post. OK, this is a damn post on Reddit conspiracy. Yeah. And it's it's talking about how Chipotle might be a money laundering front. And now, and honestly, like you guys, like I said, no disrespect to Chipotle. I love Chipotle. I buy their stuff frequently. Okay. Also, Chipotle, if you want to sponsor our show, I will eat a burrito (laughs) on every single show. Oh, hell yeah. And it's honestly, it's like for $10,000 and uh, I'll eat a burrito every show. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, hey, that might be a good deal for them. You know, they're like, actually, we would lose a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I, they are the subway of Mexican food, though. You know, if, if you think about it, like, I mean, I'm Mexican-American. Yeah. Yes. So this post, uh, it, you know, they edited it. They said right at the top, this is not me saying this for a fact. This is just speculation. OK. And. So for the for so for first of all, this is not a troll post or anything like that, despite having a stupid username and this I'm not even going to say their name, but um, they apparently are a Chipotle worker. OK, mm. they say I'm a Chipotle worker. I've been working for the company for almost a year and I primarily work on DML, which are digital orders. And occasionally three to four times a day we will have fake orders pop up. They don't have a name. 
they don't they only have a number so usually we ignore them however i've been wondering more and more about the purpose of those orders so today i asked my gm general manager why they come up and he said quote i'm not sure but i think testing the system or something so i jokingly said what if it's a money laundering front we get a few a day he replied it could be <laughs> <laughs> you never know <laughs> the GM's like, yeah, yeah the, i mean it's possible the gm's like oh shit i like what you're thinking yeah okay <laughs> for sure he goes we we have three thousand stores so it would add up and so this the user uh, on reddit says so i got to thinking and here's my idea Say each store gets a minimum of three fake orders a day, and we have 3,000 stores. So that's 9,000 orders a day that we'd have fake order costs in the low $15 each, right? And so if you take – they they yeah, did, they I, did I, their I, math wrong, right? I, did, I, I just did the math. If you took $15 orders at three orders a day – at 3,000 stores, it's $135,000 a day. There you go. $135,000 a day, right? And so if you do that for a month, right, times that by, actually times it by 365, because that's what you get for a year. Is uh, $49 million. $49 million a year. And that's low end, right? Because yeah. the low end for their orders on average is 15 bucks, right? Yeah. This is what this guy's saying. So... 49 million a year on these fake orders. And so he's going, okay, well, it sounds like a lot, but considering the company brought in $7.5 billion in the past year, it would only equate to around 0.001% of the revenue. And now I, I don't know the number that Chipotle has actually brought in. So I don't know if that's verified. Yes, but if you're going to have a business that also launders money, you're going to need a large portion of that money be legitimate. Yeah. That's how you that's how you clean the money. And it's just one way, right? Yeah. This is just one operation that it could be yeah. washed. Like right? $135,000 a day. That's a decent amount of money being cleaned, I feel like. Hell yes. And you're not going to want it a huge huge amount of money cuz then you're going to get found out real easy. Yeah. And so the they go on to say so uh this is so little that no one is looking at the books. And they wouldn't even bat an eye if they were looking at the books, yeah. right? Um, so he said, then I looked up where Chipotle was founded, Denver, Colorado. So I got looking at cartel connections mm. in the area. Not only did I find dozens of articles about drug busts relating to this something, something cartel, but I found an article from the local news saying that there was something, something El Chapo and... Yada, yada, yada. I don't really want to go down that route, but they're just basically saying that if it even, even if it wasn't like the, the cartel, if it was like some other illeg illegitimate business, mm -hmm. would this be a legitimate way to, or an illegitimate way to wash your money? Of course. And someone did make a, a funny fucking comment. It's like the top it says El Chapotle. El Chapotle. <laughs> it's El, El Chapo. It's El Chapotle. Yeah. Um, so people were budding this and kind of like going back and forth against this saying like, okay, well, that's not really how it works. So like these fake orders, you're saying they don't have a name, but there's a number. So how does this actually work? And so let me, uh, let me pull up the rebuttal here. This person goes, well, then it would just be considered a loss as there was no money exchange for the goods. Or the services, but goods were produced because it, it was... They have to prepare the order. Yeah if, yeah, if the order was prepared, you're wasting your materials, right? Like the burrito, the beans, the, yeah. the meat. So, and then this person goes, please read up on waste and profit in in loss in restaurants. Uh, geez, man, if you know this sub is just people exposing how little they know about something, so it must be a conspiracy, blah, 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 right? The original writer of the post said these orders were all paid for. Oh, and so uh, another person chimes in and goes, this is my confusion. So if nothing is being made or charged, then where is the money? Um, someone said it's not. If something 
If something isn't made, then it's considered a void. If it's made but doesn't go to a customer, it's a comp. Mm. So comp line hits the loss proportion of profits and losses because you are literally losing product you paid for and you didn't sell it. Yeah, You buy stuff, you sell it. What you can't sell due to comps, shelf life, ordering issues, theft, dropping on the floor, mishaps, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's considered waste. When you calculate waste, you take your actual versus theoretical. Your actual is what your cost is. So your theoretical is just uh, what you ring into the computer, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, what you expect to lose. Yeah, and so they also know, uh, uh, yes. So essentially, he's basically saying like, you you originally said that these weren't paid for, but now you're saying that they're paid for. What's going on here, right? Um, this one is saying that, oh, wait a second here. Because money enters the money laundering operation, in this case, fake orders, but no goods and services are given in return, this money can be declared as legitimate income. Taxes get paid on it. And it's now clean money. The money originally came from illegal activity. The fact that no actual goods or services are exchanged is a typical or is typical of money laundering operations and is a nice big red flag that it may be money laundering. Typically, a money laundering operation doesn't go to the trouble of wasting goods or services on such a fake income money laundering, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so, yeah, essentially, it's like you could still report it because it's reported as income that they they get taxed on. The money that comes in from the orders placed by people who don't exist so you have this illegal money that turns into legitimate money as long as the government takes a cut. Yeah. And I did find an article from the today.com or from today.com, I guess. This is back in 2019, October 17th. Chipotle customers say the chain is charging them hundreds of dollars in fake orders. Mm. The burrito chain declined to say how many complaints it had received in recent months, but some Chipotle customers are reportedly getting charged a lot more than they bargained for after using the restaurant's app to order a meal. Now, this was back in 2019, but it said in recent months, several customers have reported that the burrito chain's app charged them over $100 for orders they didn't actually place. Ohio Hmm. resident Jessica... Gallenstein said that she experienced an issue when she received an alarming alert from her bank after placing a single order on the chain's app. Quote, my account was in negative amounts and more than $100 were placed for orders I didn't give permissions to be placed, she told reporter John Matarese. And then Gallenstein logged into her bank account. She su- or She soon... She soon saw that multiple orders ranging from 10 to $40 were placed through the Chipotle app where she didn't give permission to do it. Hmm. So, well, I mean, that wouldn't really go towards the money laundering thing very well because they're taking money from other people. It, well, yes, it wouldn't be a fake, right? It wouldn't be a fake thing, but yeah. it would kind of hide and make it look like, oh, yeah, I guess it was an app thing. You know what I mean? So oh, you can like blame they could blame it on have a fall. You can blame it on a glitch, dude. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, technically. I mean. So that was um, that was one thing that I saw. And then, <clears throat> I mean, honestly, I don't know. I, I, I will go buy Chipotle in a heartbeat. I fucking love it. <laughs> like their chicken burritos are the best, mm. bro. All right. And you could say, yeah, that's gross. Like their GMO food, whatever. But. Well, I mean, that's the same thing. Or are they a GMO food? I don't know if they are. I don't know. Because, uh, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say that's the same thing they do on the show Ozark. He buys these legitimate businesses and then slips in extra money and orders and dances and bets because he has a casino too. Slips in all the extra money at the end of the night. No one knows the fucking thing. Dude, that's how um, the black money, um, well, the, I mean, I guess you could call it the the money that people don't know about that the government spent on. I mean, if you look at the itemized list of 
the White House expenses, like a $500 toilet seat, mm-hmm. like toothbrushes that were like 200 bucks or some shit. They rate, they overly price or they exorbitantly raise the prices of common goods. <laughs> and you're like, wait a second. So, and so like, remember back in the day where Barack Obama bought like 600 bucks worth of hot dogs or something. Oh yeah. That could be a money laundering thing. It's not necessarily like, doesn't have to be fucking, you know, the, the FBI pedo thing for a hot dog. It could be just something simple to, something else. to clean some money. Yes. Yeah. And so that's, you know, when you look at that, it, that's the way it is because that's why everybody's saying audit the Fed, audit everything. Because when you do these audits, you find that everything's being overcharged, but there's no rationale for it. Yeah. Either right. overcharged or unaccounted for. Yes. And so I started looking into Chipotle and just like conspiracy stuff. And I found out that there was something back in 2015, 2016-ish where Chipotle was claimed to have been a victim of corporate sabotage. Where biotech industries were food terrorists and they were planting E. coli in retaliation for the restaurant's anti-GMO menu. Mm-hmm. Because back in the day, I don't know if this is still true, but Chipotle was anti-GMO. They're saying, hey, we're not going to do GMO food. We're just going to do our own thing. There was a claim that these biotech firms or these biotech companies that were coming out with these genetically modified organisms were saying, we're going to take you down, bro. We're going to put a coli all up in your business, get your people sick. There was stuff all around here. It was up in uh, the Washington area. The Northwest had, a, you know, dozens of people get sick. Oh, yeah. And it was a big thing where... It was a big thing in the Portland area. People were like, are you, you going to go to Chipotle, man? Yeah. You know, it became untrustworthy. And so they're saying that they got targeted... And this is an article from, I mean, this, you know, Mike Adams, give it, give it or take it. You know, he's, uh, he's kind of one of those fear mongers Mm, where everything is the worst of the worst. Yep. You know, everybody's going to die, all this shit, you know. So he's the one who started this whole conspiracy back in the day, claiming that there was the, the biotech industry that unleashed a bioterrorism attack on a coal or this coli attack on chipotle but now since we've we've looked into this right we've looked into the things that governments have done and governments can mean anything right it can mean the cia it can be intelligence operations it could be our military operations but our governments have secretly done on the population there's been medical experiments that have been done they've unleashed bacteria in the fog of san francisco and it infected so many different people because they wanted to see how would we react in a bioterrorism you know manner like what would we do so it's it kind of goes down that road and then now you're honestly seeing um with these bio labs over in ukraine the luger lab over in georgia right next to ukraine Mm -hmm. that is the main one where you're seeing all of these leaks come out of and they're they're saying like these mosquitoes that have these different diseases or you have this blah, blah, blah gets leaked out. And you know what I mean? It's like an outbreak here and there. Outbreaks. And so I don't know. I don't know if this is a, it's a little stretchy, honestly, because it's Mike Adams and he is kind of, he stretches the, the farthest you can go. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? He goes ultimate, but he he might have a point limit. He might have a point. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I don't know if that is to me. It's the overcharging and yeah, the the whole fake orders and that shit is more believable to me. Mm-hmm. Indeed, because that's legit. Legit, how money laundering is done. Like that's what they do. Yeah, and so it's like, did they get? Were did they get their asses? Did Chipotle get their asses handed to them, saying like, "Hey, you either join us or you die." Like. We're going to infect your food with E. coli, make your fame just turn into shit. People will never buy your product because you're just going to have outbreak after outbreak unless you let us take over this operation. And we're going to use your operation Mm. 
to funnel in some laundry. I don't think it would be outbreak after outbreak. I don't think it. It it would be more like the the usual shit, like blackmail or something like that. <clears throat> I don't think the outbreaks. Me personally, I don't think the outbreaks have anything to do with this. Yeah, I don't think they have anything to do with. It. I think it just happens sometimes. <clears throat> but I mean, if a company like that was going to be laundering money, mm-hmm. it would be someone approached the owners or approached uh, the people running the the certain restaurants that are in the chain, yeah. like in their vicinity or something like that. It, it, it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm threatening you with the virus. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it, it makes me think of um, Breaking Bad. You know, oh, yeah. what's what's the chicken? Los pollos, los pollos hermanos. Mm-hmm. Right. He did the same thing with the car wash in that show. There you go. Yeah. So the car wash operation, the the chicken store operation. Dude, that was a great show. That Honestly, was a good Bre- show. Breaking Bad was one of the best. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's that's really like all I got on the whole Chipotle thing. But I just um, I mean, it's very possible. Well, but there's good there's good arguments on both sides. Like there's the logical people coming in being like, "Bro, you don't know what you're talking about with businesses." Like you're saying that they paid for it. So if how do you know if the order wasn't made already? Like if somebody paid for something even though there's not a name on it, it's still your obligation to go make that meal. Like the transaction occurred. You are in a debt now. You owe them something even though there's no name on it. You got money from somebody. Unless somebody, whether it be the same person every time or somebody different every time, was going through and actually told them to cancel the order. And they and instead of just canceling it and reimbursing them the money, they just void it and keep the money. Mm, I get you. They would void it, but yes. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. But then there'd be a, have to be a lot of people in on that. Yeah, and there's going to be a, a chain of custody. There's like an audit trail there, yeah. right? So I don't know how... I don't know how that would work. So either way, I found it kind of fascinating. It's a, it's a growing post on the, the conspiracy Reddit form. So hmm. everybody can go check it out. Um, there's a lot of great comments in there. A lot of funny shit too. I mean, the, uh, <laughs> El Chipotle was freaking hilarious. Um, so anyway, before we get into our next topic, I do want to say ghost beds, baby. Ghost Beds. We love Ghost Bed. They are a loyal sponsor with the Drinking Bros, our partner over the last five years, and everyone raves about them. They have super comfortable mattresses that last forever, and you they are made in the USA. Every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25, and you can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like it, send it right back. One of our favorite parts about Ghost Bed is that each mattress has cooling technology to chill your balls on hot nights like you guys are about to experience in Texas. Mm-hmm. Ooh, boy. You guys are sitting in bed on those warm nights in the summer. Yeah. And you got to strip down butt naked because your balls are sweating all over the sheets. <laughs> Get a Ghost Bed with cooling technology. You don't have to worry about it anymore. There you go. Ghost Bed offers bundles. So you can get everything that you need. Don't even have to think about it. Just choose from their four mattresses and then pick your bundle. So whether you need a mattress and a frame or if you just want it all, you can have the cooling pillows, the sheets, and all that stuff. You can get the best bang for your buck. Right now, GhostBed is offering 40% off of GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base. Or you can get 30% off of everything if you use the code Bros at ghostbed.com slash Bros. Get a mattress for like 35 bucks a month, $0 down, 0% financing for up to 60 months. Go check it out at ghostbed.com slash drinking bros. And also protect yourself, protect your family, protect your finances, protect your identity by going to Aura, everybody. You know, the way that the in, uh, the way that you use the internet has changed dramatically over the last decade, but security tools have mostly stayed the same. Aura provides complete digital security to help protect your online accounts, finances, devices, and more, all in one easy-to-use app. And that's the thing, dude. I mean, they use digital security protection to keep your online finances, your personal information, your identity, Mm -hmm. and your tech. All your tech stuff, everything online threats, it's all safe, right? And you have... 
identity theft protection, financial fraud protection, malware, scam sites, all that, so much more. So uh, Aura is, it's easy to set up, completely easy to set up. You have a um, an online app. There's a dashboard that tells you so many different things. Uh, it comes with $1 million in identity theft insurance to recover your stolen funds. And you have experienced U.S.-based customer support that has your back. And guys, they're on top of it. I just bought a fifth wheel. And when you buy things like that, you have to pull your credit. Mm-hmm. As soon as they did pull my credit, within five to ten minutes, I get an alert on my phone asking if this is me making this acquisition. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, we can take the appropriate steps. If not, we're going to kill. No, <laughs> We're going to activate Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. And he will go in there as the Manchurian. Uh, yeah, I don't know. For a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners a 30-day free trial when you visit Aura.com slash pardon. Go to Aura.com slash pardon to get a complete protection, huge savings, and a 30-day free trial. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash pardon. Aura, the new standard in digital security. Do it to it. Oh, you know what, though? This, I... uh, I don't want to say that I like what Russia's doing because I honestly don't. I mean, invading a country, blowing up people, you know, killing people. That's not a good thing. <laughs> but I like the information that's coming out. Yeah. And it's not because it's like one sided. It's because it's actually fucking information. And I don't see anybody doing anything to combat it, saying like, I don't I don't see any. um retaliation or evidence to retaliate the biolabs right and so you have this russian foreign ministry they're coming out and they're releasing the timeline of the bio research uh, u.s bio research over in ukraine and they're actually calling it bio biden like (laughs) bio biden like bio labs biden Mm. you know what i mean okay so you have uh maria zakharova or zakharova zakharova uh, I don't know. She's the uh, the foreign ministry spokeswoman. Yeah. She was releasing this document that kind of gave a timeline of the U.S. involvement in bioresearch over in Ukraine. In 1991, that's when the U.S. launched this DTRA program, the Defense Threat Reduction Program, right? But it was meant to get rid of the former Soviet countries' weapons including the bioweapons mm. like it was it was uh installed they had made this program to get rid of all that shit yeah right and so in 1991 that was launched in 1993 the u.s and ukraine agreed to end the proliferation of weapons of mass destruction they signed a, a an agreement but in 2005 now remember then 2005 this is when barack obama as a senator went over to ukraine numerous times mm-hmm you have these articles that were kind of either erased from time or they were kind of reworded or something, right? Um, but it shows Barack Obama over in empty warehouses looking at like stockpiles of shit. Not a good look. In 2005, an additional protocol was signed to the agreement between Ukrainian Health Ministry and the DTRA on the prevention of proliferation of technologies, pathogens, and know-how. That can be used to develop bioweapons. This is the start of the transfer of the Ukrainian military biological potential into the U.S. specialist's hands. So this was the beginning of it, 2005. Yeah. And it just happens that that's when Barack Obama went over there. Imagine that. Oh, who knows? You know what I mean? What are the odds that he's in that place at that time? Dude, yes. And then between 2005 and 2014, Black and Veatch... Special Projects, a DTRA contractor, builds and upgrades, builds and upgrades eight biolabs in Ukraine instead of eliminating them. He was They were supposed to, like, go over there and destroy all this shit, remember? Like, that's what this program was meant to do. Yeah. It, you know, and so one of the facilities, a biolab in Odessa, has been financed since 2011 for the study of, quote, pathogens that can be used in bioterrorism attacks. So basically what they did was... Instead of going over there and destroying the labs that they were supposed to destroy, they built more and renamed them as something else. Yeah, and just continued 
doing bio research, but for their own good. Yeah. Or for their own whatever. It's not for good. But um, have you looked into Black and Veatch? Black and Veatch? I've never heard of that. Yeah. It kind of sounds like something you do. Um, you'd get done to your uh, like your butthole. Like, oh, yeah, black I'm going to I'm going to go into a black and veatch. Uh, it, it'll only last about 25 minutes. It, not not. They said it would be painless. So hmm. but I think my butthole is going to look nice. I thought it sounded like some kind of weird skin cream. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Black like, and a, like a black and veatch. Oh, your skin is looking very smooth and silky. Hmm. Did you uh, rub black and veatch into your pores? Well, so just looking it up on Wikipedia here, and I know Wikipedia, not the best source, right? But in a quick pinch, it's a good just summary of what the company is. And it says that Black & Veatch is the largest engineering firm in Kansas City metropolitan metropolitan area. It's a kind of weird way. Founded in 1915 in Kansas City, Missouri, is now headquartered or headquartered in overland park kansas but check this out dude this is what i want to say it is a global engineering procurement construction and consulting company okay so you have engineering procurement and construction and consulting that specializes in infrastructure development in power oil and gas water telecommunications government mining data centers smart cities banking and financing markets so everything <laughs> it finance it specializes, specializes in, everything. in everything so i'm just like what the hell is this you know what i mean like it's just a mega company hmm. it's like this monolith that just give us your money and we'll do whatever you want us to do it's yeah. like the Walmart. whatever the fuck you need we can do it yeah and we are the best yeah it's like when um walmart expanded into like having groceries oh, yeah. like fresh when produce every walmart became a super center yes yeah. that's exactly what they are and so yes in 2007 u.s dod employee nathan wolf the beloved nathan wolf mm. founded the global viral forecasting institute subsequently global viral a biomedical company the mission stated in the charter is non-commercial study of trans-border infections, including China. And so Nathan Wolf was the founder of Metabiota. And mm-hmm. he also was on the Terramar Project with just Dane Maxwell. Yep. And it, he had the, uh, I think he wrote a book called The Viral Storm. Mm-hmm. So the storm is coming. Ugh. How the fuck does this happen? Yeah. How is it always the same people? That's the How way- do they, they run... The same fucking people always have their hands in every company, every organization that has anything to do with anything crooked that has come out to be either maybe crooked or is crooked over the last five years. That's the way it has to be. You know, I mean, how could they get shit done if they weren't all connected? Yeah, they'd have to be. You know what I mean? It's it's just mind-blowing. How how that just him the wolf Nathan Wolf yeah. is the guy is one guy connected to all these fucking things yeah so he is he's the founder of Metabiota he's also linked to Eco Health Alliance right we talked about this mm-hmm. and the Global Virome Project the World Economic Forum and Jeffrey Epstein so he's everywhere. He's everywhere, and I heard that he's actually part of um, the WEF, the World Economic Forum. Um, oh, I already said that. Yeah, so the World Economic, but he is, uh, he's one of those young leaders, so he went to like mm, the school. Kind of like Justin Trudeau. Yes, he's like one of those people that yeah. Klaus Schwab has recommended that <laughs> the world is filled with the letters of the World Economic Forum. The catastrophes of a blackout <laughs> would fail in comparison. Yeah, it, it, Klaus Schwab is the dirtiest of the dirty. He's the man. epitome of a comic book bad guy. Yeah, I mean, it's almost too perfect. <laughs> it's like un, so unbelievable. It's like, yeah, right. If you ever watched cartoons as a kid and the bad guy always looked and sounded just like Klaus Schwab. Yes. 
Always. Yeah, even even if not, I mean, it's kind of like he looks like Mr. Burns, kind of, you know? <laughs> so you got that kind of, yeah, yes, Smithers, oh, we're going to kill everyone, and we're going to take their money, and we're going to love it. Mm. <laughs> Where's my cat? <laughs> so in 2009, Rosemont Seneca, this is where Hunter Biden Hunter comes Biden. in, yes, is established by the former U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry's stepson, Christopher Hines. So Christopher Hines... Devin Archer, Hunter Biden all go into this Rosemont Seneca partners and they get tied up in Metabiota. Yeah. And then you have in 2014 anti-constitutional coup d'etat in Ukraine. And then 2014 as well, Hunter Biden joins the board of directors of Burisma Holdings, mm-hmm. the Ukrainian energy, energy company. Also in 2014, this is just all in 2014 here, Metabiota you know, the private commercial organization specializing in the study of pandemic risks. Remember, they came out with the PREDICT program to yep, predict to pandemic insurance. Yeah. Neil Callahan and John Deloche, uh, employees of Hunter Biden's company, Rosemont Seneca Partners, are appointed to the board of Metabiota. So you have Rosemont Seneca Partner board members or uh, Rosemont Seneca Partner members, employees appointed to the board of Metabiota. And then you have Global Viral and Metabiota begin to get funding from the U.S. Department of Defense. Hmm. Anyway, it just, it keeps on going and going. It's a menagerie of fucking the same people running all the the shit. Yeah, but then it goes into, um, check this out, dude. So in 2016, U.S. citizen Yulana Nadia Suprun a descendant of Ukrainian Nazis is appointed the acting health minister of Ukraine. The U S department of defense and Ukraine's health ministry cooperate or they have this program that they cooperate is it's greatly expanded. So their cooperation program is expanded in 2016, an outbreak of swine flu among Ukrainian defense ministry personnel guarding a biolab in Kharkov, Ukraine, there were 20 dead. The incident, the incident was hushed up. And then, yes, it's just, hmm. I, I, you have EcoHealth Alliance in 2016. Nathan Wolf's structure is engaged in the study of bat-transmitted coronaviruses at the Research Center in Wuhan. Dude, I mean... All, Everything I, is connected too perfectly. It's all coming together, though. It, it, this is like, the, the picture is definitely being painted. I mean, you have the timeline, and that's why I like this. And if if it's not real, then I mean it sure do, it sure does seem real, right? It, yeah. it seems like this is a logical path. I mean, if it's if it's not real, I think it would be more amazing to me that if it ended up being fake, and just all these people are connected to all these different companies by happenstance. <clears throat> that that'd be more unbelievable and amazing to me yeah. than if it was real. And not all these fucking people were placed in these positions on purpose because yeah. that's it's just lining up too too good. Well, to yeah, and, be not real. And to me, uh, you know, I like I like the motto "innocent until proven guilty," right? Yes. And I hate when people throw out something and be like, "Here's what I'm accusing you of," so you gotta prove it. it's on you to disprove it. And I'm like, no, that's not the way this fucking works, bro. Like, I don't have to disprove shit. You're just spitting out lies, right? Yeah. So that's usually the way I like it, but it's not just the Russian foreign ministry releasing this stuff. You have articles back from 2005 of Barack Obama visiting Ukraine. You have articles saying something about uh, this, this, and this. You have documents on the goddamn embassy over in Ukraine, the U.S. embassy, Mm -hmm. that they pulled right when this stuff started blowing up. Yeah. That shows the Department of Defense funding the creation of these labs. So it's like you're trying to hide things. There's other stories that have been removed from the web. Uh, we have these stories out there. Everything aligns, and all you're doing is deny, deny, deny. You're not providing any evidence to disprove this, yeah, whatsoever. And that's where I'm saying it's basically ignore uh, and hope it goes away. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what they're trying or, to do, or distract. Yeah, Will Smith. Where you, where, where you at there, Will? Come on. We need a Will, distraction. We need you to bitch slap somebody. Yeah. 
Yes. And also make us a bunch of money in the process. Yeah. So, I mean, we shall see. And, and with this whole Hunter Biden laptop thing, I think it's exactly, you know, what the blah, blah, blah. And, and the, here's the deal is like they're saying in times of war, you can't trust information coming from any side. And I'm saying, well, can't you? Can't you well, take some evidence that they have said, like, they provided a timeline. We have a plethora of articles, historical articles, that we can go through and map up to their timeline perfectly. Yeah. Can we not take that and just say, this looks legit? Are we that dumb? Like, do we have to be so well, yeah, by the rules? You, that- you can take information from both sides with a grain of salt, and that's what you should do. And then you take both of those informations and piece it all together, and that's what the truth you end up with. And that's exactly what's been done. And it's pointing the finger at all these fucking people. Yes. Yeah. So the fact that you come out and say, oh, you can't trust information during a time of war is bullshit. Because information is information. Indeed. As long as you do the work and piece it together and make the information makes sense the best way you can. Yeah. Then what is there to, what else is there to do? This is what it is. Yeah. And uh, other than just saying that's Russian propaganda, that is not good enough. Then give me information that says that it is exactly. So in this instance, just dissuading us with, Oh yeah, that's Russian misinformation. It's not good enough anymore. No. Because we have been piecing the the evidence together ourselves, and we're not dumb. We can put this together, too. All they're doing is providing it in a nice sequential chunk and timeline for us. And they're saying, this is what happened in this year. Go look it up. I'm sure you can find numerous articles on that. Oh, yeah. And this is what happened continuing since then. Yes. Everything aligns. You know? So it's not surprising to me that they're trying just to pull everything out of the, the you know that they can, just saying like, "Well, oh, that's misinformation. You can't try it. You can't trust them in times well, of war." And now that this whole laptop thing has become fully true, mm-hmm. anytime they say Russian disinformation about any kind of information, now you have to say, "Well, I think you're full of shit yeah. because you just lied about this, and it's completely fucking true." Oh, yeah. They blamed everything on Russia. Everything is Russia. Yeah. So anytime they use disinformation by anybody, don't believe it wholeheartedly. Always look at it Mm -hmm. and figure it out for yourself. Yeah. And um, the Biolabs, Hunter's Laptop, um, the election, it's all tied together. Oh, yeah. And that is why they are going hard after, I think, Clarence Thomas. I mean, this is kind of a just throwing it out there towards the end here. But Clarence Thomas, you know, he was admitted to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Who really knows what happened to him? But we all know that there's been speculation that Supreme Court justices have been taken out in the past. I mean, Antonin Scalia was found with a pillow on his head. Yeah. I mean, the guy was suffocated to death, it sure seemed like. So... I mean, and, and Ruth Bacon Cheeseburger, you know, I mean. Nah, she, she was a cyborg. Yeah, they, they she had. Was dead for a long time. <laughs> they had her in some, like, frozen chamber for a while. But with Clarence Thomas, I mean, I think that they're, they're ramping it up. I know AOC said that if Clarence Thomas doesn't um, step down and just resign, then they're going to go after his ass because of this whole his wife mm. texting Mark yeah. Meadows. And boy, oh boy, you got to look at his wife. Like, was his wife compromised and is his wife trying to set him up? I don't know. I don't want to say that, but you got to look at all angles, right? Yeah. I mean, that that would be a a definite option they could take. Yeah. And so in the end, I mean, it's, it's basically Clarence Thomas did not do anything that his wife told him to do because he's a fucking judge of the highest court in the land. And he knows better. And, I mean, his wife might be nuts. You yeah. know? Well, and his wife is just a fucking citizen of the country. She can say and text whoever she wants. Yeah, and she could say, hey, you got to do this. You got to do this, Clarence. You got to do it. 
And he'd be like, no, fuck you. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. That's that what he did. Yeah. This doesn't mean he's going to do exactly what she says. Yeah. He's but, not Will Smith. But people, um, you know, the people that don't want him in, are they're making it very well known right now. They're saying, like, we have to use this story to push, push, push to get Clarence Thomas out. Wouldn't surprise me. And I feel like there's a reason for that because something will come up about this laptop that will lead into election interference. So election interference is the golden ticket. It is the uh, Charlie. Well, Chocolate yeah, factor. because this laptop thing came out right before the election yep. and it had a huge. huge it probably would have swayed a lot of people if it would have been allowed to come out. Yeah, that intelligence agency, the CIA guy, um, whatever the hell his name was, he came out saying that he's glad that he swung the election. Yeah, his his choice saying that it was Russian disinformation. I'm glad that I, you know, swayed everybody against Trump. I prevented Trump from being president. I'm damn proud of that. Yes. So it uh the the Biden laptop to me directly impacted this election in one way or another. Oh yeah. Because it got everybody to lie about it. Especially our um intelligence agency officers, right? At least 51 of them. Yeah, everyone. Intelligence agencies, uh, government officials, TV, news media. Yes, media. Yeah. So it is a humongous deal, dude. Um, big tech, Twitter, Facebook, all of them. Yeah. I think that we're looking at a takedown of I think, massive uh, proportions. Maybe the fucking, this laptop might be the match that kicks off this whole fire. I think it is, man. I think it has been since day one. And, and here it is. Been, They've been holding it, you know, like you've heard of this whole thing called the Trump card. Oh, yeah. And imagine that, that it comes out just before the midterms. Yeah, I think that the Hunter Biden laptop is it. I don't think that there's much else that needs to be said. I mean, it's like you had the intelligence agencies lying to cover this up. You had a massive coordination between the intelligence agencies, the media Big tech, mm-hmm. all working to say that it was Russian disinformation, squashing the story, hiding it from the people before the election that definitely would have swayed some sort of opinion. I mean, you know that because look at what the uh, FBI Comey opening up the investigation on Clinton a week before the election. Yep. What that did, that swayed the election too. people are like, this bitch is under investigation by the FBI and she wants to be the president. Yeah. Hell no. The same thing would have happened to Biden because he got 10%. He's the big guy. He's taking money from China. And that's what they're going to, they're going to see all of that. Once they start digging into it, all the shit we just talked about in Ukraine with fucking bio, whatever hunters companies and all these other companies all connected together. They're all messaging the same fucking laptop. Mm -hmm. So all the communication with all those fucking people and hunters right in the fucking middle of it. He's getting those emails from people on that laptop. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that there's, there's, I mean, it's not just Hunter Biden's laptop. I'm sure that they have so much more as far as communications with Hillary's emails. Oh yeah. But you have, you're a missing chunk, right? And so everybody's talking to everybody. And this is just one more piece of the puzzle that I think is going to explode. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Um, to me, it's it's like I think that this laptop means a lot more than what people are, are really thinking that it means. I think that it means uh, not not that our elections are fraudulent. I don't think it's going to open the door there, but I think it's going to prove that Biden is corrupt, man. Like, and I'm talking like treasonous, corrupt. Yeah, like he was taking money from other countries because at this at the sake of the united states yeah <laughs> yep yeah. i think this is it dude i think uh this is where things start get weird yep hold on to your butts people <laughs> okay we'll see what happens we shall see all righty um yeah so our next show will be on sunday then we'll have that out on monday for you guys yep all righty and yeah i'll, I'll I'll keep the tracking. I'll check the tracking. We'll just see where this part is, and hopefully it comes in sooner. But 
April 18th seems to be the day. So until then, everybody, raise your glasses. Ah, and then I, I believe DeVito will be on the next episode. I think so. All righty. Awesome. Well, mm, maybe. Yeah, yeah, we'll see you. All right. Well, until next time, everybody, All sayonara. Right. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.